Hey everybody! You are listening to Kid Goggles! Hey everybody, this is Kid Goggles, uh, the podcast dedicated to celebrating, discussing, and occasionally ruining all the things you once loved. I am your host, Matt Guerin, and with me, as always, are my best friends in the whole wide world and co-hosts. We have Stacey Lawrence. Uh, hello, and uh, we also have Jeremy Key. Howdy, y'all! Hi, how you guys doing? Good. I'm it's been it's been great. a little bit. It has. It's been a while. Oh, I was trying to not do it. <laughs> Shout out to Stain. Shout out to Stain. Um, okay. All right. Uh, so we we uh, we were we took the last two weeks off. So uh, we're coming back here. We're coming in hot, in hot, with the new uh, with our with our fresh. Fresh guests. What am I doing? With us today, our uh, super awesome, spectacular guest. Uh, he is the host of the awesome uh, Philly-based podcast Cinepunks, as well as the bassist in Solarize, the guitarist in Kochiyama, and the singer for Cross Keys. So he's it's just uh, does everything. All those things. Yeah. I do all those poorly. My dad, <laughs> so, including uh, the podcast. Yes, and that 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 lovely voice is Josh Alvarez. Josh, how are you? I am well. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank. Oh, oh right. I oh, forgot we clap it up. I forgot. Cool. We clap <laughs> Insert clap noise. <laughs> we started doing this. It won't stop. No, that's good. That one's good, man. It brings cheer. It's like Christmas lights. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I, we want you to feel welcome. So. I do. Yeah. Good. Very welcome. Good. 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 All right. Then um, we are doing our jobs here. Okay, Josh. You yeah. are here to talk about your one of your favorite movies as a kid. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. The John Carpenter cult classic. Huge fan. Huge fan. Yes. Um, when was the first time you saw this movie? When, um, how old were you? I was like in fifth grade. Okay. Yeah, so it what was are... like 1986. It was like right around like maybe a year after it came out. So it was like 87 or something like okay, that. Okay, so you didn't see it in theaters? You saw No, no. Okay. I did not see it in theaters. How did you see it? Was it... Uh... So I'm from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. And my parents. Oh shit! Yes. Marlton, New Jersey. Oh wow! What's look up? at that. Shout out, South Jersey. It's good. It's good. I like the New Jerusalem. It's my my hometown. Yes. But um, yeah. No, my parents got HBO like when we were super young. Oh. And uh, I don't know if you guys Must know, or I don't nice, even know how HBO is <laughs> now. Nice. It was totally cool. You know, we just like super like you know picking our teeth with, like golden toothpicks and yeah, yeah, HBO yeah. on the TV. No big deal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, no, it was wild. It was like uh, they used to play these the, the movies over and over again on HBO. Like they play it at like ten in the morning, and then they'd play it again at like t- like eight at night or whatever. Right. So me and my brother would watch it every time, like on the weekends, like two times, you know? No and, we, way. and then they'd play it like over and over again. So we watched it like a thousand million, hundred billion times. <laughs> That's it was super awesome. duper That's fun every time. There are a couple <laughs> movies like from that era that like I totally have seen a thousand times and can probably recite verbatim yeah. word for word. That one and Aliens, the the Ooh. James Cameron Aliens. Ooh. Which was my other choice for for this evening's uh, festivities. But um Well no well, well I asked you and yeah, you no, said, I don't wanna I don't wanna call you out as being a liar. Uh, no, like no, 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 are we calling right? our guest a liar right <laughs> Definitely no I also with I also Josh put Alvarez, up Sing in the Rain. <laughs> so you know. Yeah. You, yeah, that's right. The other one you said was singing in the rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I come from an eclectic mix of, of movie appreciation. It's it's beautiful. It's a it's a beautiful movie. Uh, um but uh Oh I can't wait to do a musical. Oh, it's coming. Oh. I, I didn't oh let God. him do singing. I would have loved to have done Singing in the Rain with him, but we have another guest, uh, potentially, that will be doing that. So, uh, oh. hot tip, guests. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler. Um, uh, yeah, so why, well, why Big Trouble? 
terrible um, over aliens or um, because it was more fun. Like aliens was great. Like, have you guys seen? Um, did you guys see Alien Covenant this weekend? Yeah. No, I didn't see Alien Covenant. No. Yeah. Okay. Was it good. Uh, um. Well, I enjoyed it. It's an embattled movie. A lot of people feel like one way or another about it, mm -hmm. and it's pretty like opposite sides. Mm -hmm. But uh, I loved it. Good. Good. It's an alien movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty <Yeah>. dope. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I don't know. Big Trouble in Little China though, like. After seeing that movie, it was like it's 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 taken many incarnations in my life. Like for, at first, I was like, "This is the greatest thing ever," and then it was like, mm -hmm. you know, when you grow up in Cherry Hill as a Filipino dude, not too many other Filipino or Asian people out there, right. except for other Filipinos that you are part of your like family, mm -hmm. you know. And um, you know, at that time, it was like, "Wow, well, we got Karate Kid with Ralph Macchio as a Karate Kid." Yeah, <laughs> not very Asian. Not very Asian. <laughs> no, Wait, you know, he what wasn't I mean? it's Asian. Like, no. uh, so uh, this like, guy's vaguely ten. Let's get him on. Let's get him on. <laughs> Just saying, everyone's like Mr. Miyagiing you and all that stuff, and you're just like, man. Uh, and then you yeah. watch this, and like Wang's in there, and like right. Lil Pan, like all badass dudes, and they're all yeah. Asians. This is the shit. Yeah. But yeah. then, like in my later age, I'm like, was that movie racist? I think that movie might have been racist. I don't know. That I happened that with me in Undercover Brother. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> Hold the phone. Hold I'm on. not so sure. Yeah, dude, it's weird. But I mean, like, despite that, I still love it. It's still mm -hmm. like one of I just watched it before doing this. Like, I watched it earlier this week. And uh, man, it still holds up. Still yeah. super fun. You know, yeah. Eight Demon Bag. Shit is hard. Yeah. It's like, what's in there? Wind. <laughs> All that stuff. Yeah, it's just, it, it remains quotable to me and it's just super duper fun. Like, I think on it and it's like, hilarious it's it's mm -hmm. totally it's a good time yeah so um so a um so you grew up cherry hill yeah, watching the, and you've watched this movie like consistently throughout the yeah the, throughout my entire years. life yeah yeah I'm not a very popular dude so like you know <laughs> there's a lot of times it's like oh well i guess we're watching big trouble in little china again yeah. tonight because it's saturday <laughs> it's a party you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah i got you that sounds like we're, a good all, your, talking about we're right all your friends on board with this movie was well, this like a guy like a bonding like element so, for like, you, thing, you and your friends and your brother and stuff? As a minority in South Jersey. Mm -hmm. And then, on top of that, as if that's not enough, you're like, hey, punk. I'm going punk. Yeah. Next thing you know, <laughs> it's like the most unlikable person <laughs> you could possibly be. You know what I mean? Like, no one wants to hang out with you at that point. Yeah. So, like, anyone who did was also into Big Trouble in Little China and into, like, Rancid and, you know, all that stuff. So gotcha. it was like, it, it created this weird insular community. Mm -hmm. We used to have a thing called the Crappy Movie Posse, or the CMP, and we'd hang out. And <laughs> Shout, out CMP. Yeah. Shout out CMP. Shout out CMP. It was super stupid. Really, really dumb. But uh, we used to watch that. That was like a staple. We'd watch movies yeah. like The Boneyard and Chopping Mall, like all those shitty yeah, horror movies. Chopping like, Mall is fucking great. Super duper fun, right? Yeah. Like in zombie movies. Good Lord. Like that was like our thing. Yeah. But we'd always come back to this one movie, yeah. and it was just like super... Fun. Like yeah. it's fun. You what know? do you do you think it was just the the, the the fun like that it's kinda like silly, it's kinda like a comedy that put this above uh aliens or any of the other John Carpenter movies for you guys? Um Wow, I don't know if it's above any I mean like John Well Carpenter. in terms of like your significance, not in terms of like necessarily objective quality of right. like, you know, but yeah. Um for you. It was definitely fun. Yeah. I mean, dude, again, so quotable. Right? Oh, like, yeah. Imagine being Jack Burns got the best line. Black blood of the earth. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so cool. <laughs> Oil? No, it's black blood of the earth. Like, that shit is awesome. And I just remember, like, growing up with my brother, and we quote the movie all the time and just, like, talk shit about it. And it was just, it was so much fun. Like, I, I again, when I think about it, that's all that comes to mind. Like, this is super duper fun. Mm -hmm. It's a fun ass movie. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, 
Yeah. Yeah. And what, um, what about uh, what about my co-host here, Jeremy? What was your exposure to this movie, if at all? I uh, I remember seeing like bits and pieces growing up, but I've never seen like the whole thing. So it's like one of those like cultural phenomenons that like you know of. Right. But, like, mm-hmm. you've never actually, like, experienced yeah, it. Yeah, That's yeah. That's kind of where I was coming at it from. Um, well, sort of. Up until, like, two years ago when I saw it for the first time. And I was like, oh. Or, or like, saw it all the way through, like, sat down and watched it. Because mm-hmm. I'd seen bits and pieces of it as, like, a kid. And I think my dad really liked it or something. But, like... I would always come in in like the middle of it, and it's a bizarre fuck. It's a bizarre fucking movie to begin <laughs> with. But then to like come into the middle of it and be like, um, "Why is there like an orangutan monster yeah. like fighting Kurt Russell for some And then I'm just like, "Yeah, I don't get." And like it was kind of like and like uh, as like a little kid, like I guess under the age of ten, probably when I first saw it, it was like kind of scary to me too. Cause mm-hmm. it, 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 yeah, and it, it has that. You know, like the 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 '80s like set design that is already kind of like it's everything's foggy and it's kind of dark and like spooky. And even though it was a comedy, it didn't read as a comedy to me. Cause I'm like, there's a monster there, and <laughs> and this movie's dark, and I want to run away. Um, but so then, uh, you know, I, I'd always been a fan of uh, like The Thing and Halloween yeah. and uh, Escape from New York, and I had always loved those movies. And so then finally, like two years ago, I was like, you know what? I don't think I've ever fucking actually watched Big Trouble in Little China all the way through. I'm gonna yeah. do this, and now you know, obviously. I love Big Trouble in Little China. Um, but Stacy. No, I hadn't seen it. <laughs> I hadn't seen it at Stacey all. Stacy came I, in cold. I knew the name. And when you when you told me what it was, I it was mm-hmm. like, I know I know this name from somewhere. And then I went home like three days later and I was talking to my husband. And I was like, I have to watch this movie for the podcast. Big Trouble in Little China. And his face mm. lit up. Yeah. yeah. He was like, are you serious? And he, and he was like, I own that movie. Oh my gosh. And I was like, he doesn't own a lot of movies. Yeah. And so like when this I was made the cut. when I was watching it, like he came downstairs like three different times. He's studying, but he would come in, he would look at the TV for like fifteen seconds and then look at me with the biggest smile on his face and just go, Great movie. And was he like hiding it from you? Like was it in like a, a gold case behind this bookshelf? It's like I own this. He's so happy about it. Um but yeah, no, I watched it for the very first time. I didn't know a thing about it yeah not one so what was that like i can't it was it was really (laughs) interesting (laughs) i I really liked it i really enjoyed watching it i thought kurt russell was like the funniest thing in the world yeah let's let's get into it right the only other kurt (laughs) russell movies i've ever seen were Overboard and Holy Miracle. Shit. And Miracle? <laughs> and Wait, Miracle. Those Hold are the, the only Kurt Russell movies I've ever seen. And so I was like, wow, he's Sweet pretty baby good. Jesus. He's pretty good. Snake <laughs> Pussy is pretty good. He's pretty yeah. good. Well, no, because you, you also uh, saw Fast uh, Fate, uh, Fate of the Furious recently. And Kurt Russell's also in that <laughs> yeah, movie. So he he is phenomenal in he's that the, he's, he's the, the agent. He's yeah. the, the government uh, agent guy. He was he in the plot? No, he's well, like barely he in, in. Yeah, and okay. like, he's like barely you know, in when Toretto's about to fight Jason Statham, and they get in the car accident. That's a lot under of the names. Bridge. I don't know, man. Oh man, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, she hadn't seen seven. She hadn't seen. I've never seen any Fast. She Fast only saw eight. Really? I made, I made Liam watch all seven of them before uh, yeah, eight was, came I, out. I listened yeah. to that. Yeah, dude. He hated them, and he would mock me mercilessly across all platforms of social media. Oh, and then I made him watch me. all They're of so them. Good. And just like Toretto in the film, he became a part of the family. I'm saying. Brought yes. him in. Don't yes. go against family. 
I'm saying I'm get, um, I'm actually getting a Fast and Furious tattoo off topic, but I'm just saying uh, well, I'm getting the word. No, it's the friends. topic now. No, it's the topic. <laughs> getting the word friends tattooed, and then we're gonna cross it out, and underneath I'm gonna write the word family. Yeah, I think we should all get that. <laughs> shit is hard, right? Yeah, <laughs> shit is hard. We do have a big trouble little China movie. I'm gonna say that I, wrong. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a big trouble tattoo? I don't know if you guys know. I make it my goal to collect the stupidest tattoos, including but not limited to Grumpy Cat. <gasps> with King Diamond makeup and a banner that says "Hate Everything." Love oh, it, Tom yeah. Taylor. What's up? <laughs> but um, in the back, I got David Lopan. Yo, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. So Troy Souders at Chinatown Eddie's. Oh, that is great. Is the light even oh, coming out of his eyes? I don't. I don't know. I don't. It's amazing. I can't see I can't it back see. there. But uh, Troy did. Troy told me it's really cool. So I was like, "Cool, Troy. Thanks, oh, guys. Man. It is great. Yeah. It is uh, a we, I think we'll get a picture of yeah, that. We're yeah, we're gonna need a couple pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also have a tattoo of Danzig. Yelling the word yams. I don't know if that means anything to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yams! Do you guys yams! Know, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, that? Yeah. The Danzig yeah. shopping list thing? Oh, uh, no. The There's an internet yeah. video where Danzig is reading a shopping list. It's some guy pretending to be Danzig, and he's like, three liter bottle of Mountain Dew. <laughs> and then there's a picture of him holding yams, and he just goes, yeah! It's like the greatest thing. I couldn't stop laughing for like years. My one friend and so. I always, to this day, we still quote that uh, the Danzig um, Shakira mashup. Oh my god! Uh, it's the greatest you thing like ever. That? Yeah, you make a woman go mad. No! <laughs> so, do you guys Everyone know? Do you guys out. know the hardcore band uh, uh, No More Black? Yes. Or H2O. My friend Colin, who yeah. plays guitar in that band, he's like one of my very good friends. And for a couple of years, we had done a Danzig cover band called Kang Wolf, a.k.a. Lucidudes, <laughs> a.k.a. How the Gods Chill. And we all got that tattoo one year. It was so that stupid. Is I don't know. That's a dumb story. Dumb no, story. I my bad. No, no. I like it. My bad. No, no. I like it. That is great. Um, uh, yeah, let's talk Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell plays Jack... Or Well, to set this movie up for those of you who have not seen it... Um, Okay. Is there uh, any way so, to explain this so movie? So <laughs> Kurt Russell plays Jack Burton, an American truck driver who is uh, who tries to help his friend uh, Wang uh, rescue his wife who has been kidnapped by his a fiance. Se- uh, yes, his fiance. <laughs> Apologies. Thank you, Josh. On top. Just of say, me. man. Just no, say. No, no, no. <laughs> and uh, this is perfect because people are shouting at me, and you're here to prevent. It's all them. good. I'm here um, for you. Man. And so uh, Kurt Russell is helping his friend Wang rescue his fiance who's been kidnapped. By a centuries-old sorcerer. Uh, well, first it's yeah. No, I'm no, sorry. First My bad. First it's the Lords of Death that are working yeah, for yeah. David Lopan. And yeah, 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 yeah. So fucking first good. First it's Lords of Death, the wow. street punks uh, who kidnap the woman, take her to a brothel. Then she gets taken from the brothel to uh, his underground lair that's underneath uh, San Francisco. And uh, Jack Burton basically gets in over his head with uh, Chinese sorcery and mysticism. Chinese black and magic. Chinese black magic. The blackest of magic. <laughs> the blackest of magic. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's a, it's an action comedy. Um, and uh, basically, Kurt Russell plays John Wayne. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty well, it was much. originally written as a Western, right? Yeah, it was originally so, written as a Western. And the and only then, thing that made it out was the saddlebags. Yeah, I know, right? Why does he have saddlebags? For no reason. For no reason. Jack that style. I feel as though if we did that now, that. we'll start here, and then everyone's gonna be like, "Yo, those dudes got saddlebags." I got saddlebags. <laughs> I, it was, uh, uh, yeah, and uh, so the guy, the there are two writers who wrote this as a western, and then W. D. Richter, uh, who also did one of we talked about one of your favorite movies as well, uh, uh, Buckaroo Banzai. Yes, and the Adventures uh, Across the Eighth Dimension. Thank you. Um, another fantastic. Uh, 
smash up of genres <laughs> from the 80s. Uh, Are you guys familiar with that great. one too? Or? No. no. I think just no? me. I think this, you, you just, I know you're just talking about <laughs> There's a scene in this movie where they're walking trying to get the aliens in this like compound and Jeff and Je, uh, Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum mm-hmm. is like, what's that watermelon doing there? And he just points at a watermelon that's in the middle of a machine and then fade, goes to a different scene. That's it. That's, that's it? <laughs> the watermelon Jeez. never comes what's back? What's that watermelon doing there? And then that's it. They're just walking through with the guns. What's that watermelon doing there? And then... That is amazing. It's it's fucking genius. It's yeah. it's it's a great movie. It is all over the place. Yeah, it's, it's so good. There was supposed to be a sequel. Ah, oh, so great, so great. Um, so yeah, that the guy who wrote that, uh, W. D. Richter, uh, rewrote this, set it in modern times, and that's how we get uh, um, uh, Kurt Russell playing a truck driver. Uh, and his, our intro to Kurt Russell is. Amazing. He's just on the uh, CB, CB radio. radio. Just oh, talking. The is it night live? Soliloquies. Is it like just, a live? Who is he talking I, to? I have, yeah. I, have the, I have the clip for it just to give you guys a sense of how Jack Burton talks and uh, also the great John Carpenter uh, synth and rock score behind it. This yeah. is actually John Carpenter's Amazing. band and you can like faintly hear him singing in the background if you listen hard enough. But uh, here's uh, Kurt Russell playing uh, Jack Burton. That score. Listen to the old pork chop express and take his advice on a dark and stormy night, all right? When some wild-eyed eight-foot-tall maniac grabs your neck, taps the back of your favorite head up against a barroom wall, and he looks at crooked in the eye and he asks you if you've paid your dues. Well, you just stare that big sucker right back in the eye, and you remember what old Jack Burton always says his time like that. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir. The check is in the mail. <laughs> so good. Here's a funny so thing. So good. I love that so. he's just like rhapsodizing into like a CB radio. Like nobody, yeah. nobody responds. Nobody, nobody responds. It's just a weird soliloquy into oh, yeah. the ether. It's just like he's talking a true to poet. Him. I love but it. But here's the funny thing about that scene. So I'm a fat dude. I don't know if you know. And uh, I'm not. Every time I watch movies, I, I don't really think about food. But then when I watch that scene, I'm like, God damn, I want a hoagie. He's Yo. eating the biggest hoagie <laughs> in the world. It looks delicious. delicious right now. I'm not even a hoagie dude. Like uh, I don't like hoagies right? a lot. Yeah. I don't have like a. Hey man, I, I mean, a Jack Burton but, loves two things: eating and driving, and drinking and driving. Am I right? <laughs> he takes the biggest bite out of <laughs> it. <laughs> it, it looks, no, that, oh, he just looks happy. I, don't I have know. the I have happy. the same thing with Home Alone. Uh, what? The uh, the the cop who she calls when she gets to France. The mom calls when she gets to France. The cop is eating a donut and he's eating a chocolate frosted donut. And every time I see that seed, I want a fucking chocolate covered donut. I'm saying, man, it's like <laughs> yeah. a weird trigger. Like I don't yeah. know that every time I see that, I'm just like, man, a hoagie would be great right now. Yeah, I know. He's so happy. Um, but yeah, and right away, because he's in his truck. Yeah, his truck makes the pork, pork chop. Ex- <laughs> this pork chop express. So I have a T-shirt that says the Pork Chop Express on it, uh-huh. and it has a, the the logo, the por- the pig running. Mm-hmm. And um, a couple of years ago, me and my friend Shaheem and my friend Mike Jones, we went to Atlantic City, and they taught me how to play craps. Because I don't know how to do anything in life. And craps is one of those things that they were teaching me, like, yo, you got to throw the dice. So I was throwing the dice, and this dude at the table kept on yelling, come on, pork chop. Come on, pork chop. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that is (laughs) not okay. (laughs) Fuck that dude. If you're listening, sir, fuck you. I'm saying, though. I'm saying it was pretty funny. Yeah, Mike Jones was like, hey, man, you don't know it's like that. And I was like, oh, man, you're yeah. some good, right, m- good numbers. <laughs> I don't even know how to play still, but whatever, man. Um, yeah, and okay, so we have <laughs> Kurt Russell um, right away. I love him. 
Yeah, I love him immediately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a real loose cannon. Well, the funny thing is, okay, so back on the racist thing about this movie, it's uh-huh. like he's the one white character in this movie. That's right. an idiot the entire t- right. movie. The yeah. whole movie. Yeah. yeah. He's like the one dummy that's like knocking himself out and being weird. Exactly. You know I mean? yeah, like, he he has no idea what's going on yeah. ever. Like his his script <laughs> is basically asking questions, which I have a super cut on, which we could get to. Uh, and then yeah, and he's just like knocks himself out in fights. Oh, he, yeah. He's yeah. he's worthless, and that that that's what uh, makes this. I think what like allows this movie to stand the test of time as to oppose like the Fu Manchu, uh, you know, yeah. movies of like the thirties stuff. Uh, is just like. Um, yeah, Kurt Russell thinks he's like the leading man. He thinks he's like this action hero, but he's the most incompetent yeah. dude ever. <laughs> and the actual hero of this movie is Wang, who yeah. like can actually like fight and kicks ass and gets his <laughs> fiance back. And like, I appreciated that though because I feel like I had the same mentality as him when I was like watching the movie. Like he had no idea what was going on, and I also had yes, no idea I what was did going on. Thing, like, like, I, if I wrote down at one point. He's asking all the questions that I have. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Uh, let's AJ. Can we? Do we have that? Uh, just it's a small section of like a fucking five minute long supercut <laughs> of Jack Burton asking questions somebody put together. Uh, yeah, go ahead and cue, cue that. Any of them savvy English? All right. You got any guns? You coming with us, Egg? Are you kidding? He lives here. Yeah. Where's this go now? Down where? <laughs> where in the hell are we? <laughs> you mean oil? Who is that, huh? What? Huh? What'll come out no more? <laughs> this gets worse. Come on. What are we sitting around talking? Uh, okay. Yeah. Fucking genius, man. Yeah, so damn brilliant. Uh, he it's plays so it nice. so well. I love. Um, yeah. So this is a little snippet of uh, how many questions he fucking asks in that movie. Um, and, oh, gosh. He's just constantly. He's well, he's constantly trying to lead the way yeah. too, and he's trying to like get everybody like behind him. Like he's trying to be John Wayne, and then just fucking falling on his ass the whole time. It well, also works because like halfway through, I was like, "Does he even want to be doing this? Like, what's his motivation?" And every time he was like, "I just want my truck back," I was like, "I completely believe you. I yeah. believe that I believe you a hundred percent to the ends of the earth to get your truck back. Yeah. That's all See, you my have." My belief is that he's a good friend. And that's what friends I think he yeah. was too. Yeah. But I think he also really wanted his truck. He back. really wanted that truck. And I think it was believable. Yeah. Yeah. That he wanted his truck. I think his motivations were threefold. He wanted to help his friend. He wanted to get his truck back. And he wanted to try and get with Kim Cattrall. Yeah, oh, Baba Booey. Who doesn't, man? <laughs> right. Samantha, am I right? <laughs> she looks great. Uh, she looks yeah, great. another further example of just how he's like not the shit at all. It's just like him trying to hook up with Kim Trump. At least for like the first half of the movie. They do yeah. end up like kissing at some point. Uh, but like he's always trying to get with her and she's just like... We have things to do. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's shit to do. There is a hundred-year-old sorcerer yeah. who kidnapped a woman. Stop trying to Stop make trying out. To make yeah. Dude, my favorite thing with Kim Cattrall in this movie is that weird info dump that they do. Yeah, I was that thinking part is yeah. so funny. Dude, I tried to find a clip of that. Nowhere to be fucking Oh my You're God. talking about after they get back from the brothel, right? Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. And her and the reporter Margot just their dialogue is entirely expositional in yes. the in this oh, scene. Yeah. And it's just like Lopin? You mean the, the, the man who's so reclusive he get nobody can contact him? And it's just, so that's great. how she refers to everything though. Yeah. Like what is that like 
hideaway they went to, and she's like, "Oh, you mean the most dangerous place in uh, the, 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 uh, You can't go in there just like you can't just go like in the there. Wind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. You can't just walk in there. The like, and Wang interrupts her. The wind. The wind. <laughs> My mind and body is one. I can't. <laughs> or mind and spirit is one. So great. Uh, yeah. Oh man. What and then movie. them walking in there like the wind is your consists of Jack Burton holding a telephone and then being like, all right, this is going to take crackerjack timing. Uh, and they just walk in there, talk really fast to the security guard. And they're just like, all right. And then go, walk, go right fast. Like, that was incredibly easy to get into the side out. Where were they? Like, so at one point they went to a brothel and then that blew up and they left. And then mm-hmm, the white they went to one building and the rest of the movie takes place in that one building. Yeah, the, uh, what's it called? The, the wind. Building the, yeah, the, the wing throat exchange is that yeah it? the Our, wing the, it's the wing, wing Chun exchange right yeah like, yeah the wing kong or wing kong exchange something yes, like that yes so it's like a warehouse and then it's also like his secret lair right okay so most of it takes place underneath that's what I that figured but it was really se- extensive yeah. for like a secret lair <laughs> yeah like there were four hundred passageways yeah oh it's ancient you know. San Francisco. Well, I can't, I yeah, in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, right? It's, 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 it's those coast. ancient yeah. in San yeah. Francisco. Yeah, man. Everything's weird over there. One bad earthquake and that place would be leveled. Uh, <laughs> except for the Lost Boys. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's it. <laughs> Boom. Can we also um, can we talk uh, about the sets? Yeah. I don't know if it, yeah, the cuz the set design in this movie is is amazing. Fantastic. It's amazing. I, um the guy who did it also did the uh was it John Lloyd is a production designer. On this he also did the thing and the 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 streets of uh chinatown that they roll into in the beginning they're all foggy and mm-hmm. you know it's raining and stuff uh janet jackson used that for her music video what's <laughs> <laughs> uh sorry guys i don't know uh, <laughs> whatever music video came out in 1986 probably or 1985 uh but like the control? set was you like might be that, control I, that, that sounds let's go nasty right <laughs> Um, you can hear AJ typing away like, you know, on his mechanical keyboard. <laughs> um, uh, so Janet Jackson used it. A bunch of other people used it too. Like, and uh, I was listening to the director's commentary for because I was like, once you book this, I was like, I'm just gonna fucking buy Big Trouble in Little China. Why don't I have this already? And so I bought it. I was like, I'm gonna listen to the director's commentary because when else am I gonna listen to the director's commentary? So great. And like they end up yeah. just talking about the soccer at the end. Is that the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. It's just John Carpenter and Kurt Russell talking about soccer and you hear like again the bubbling marijuana thing going in there it's like oh it's brilliant they're talking about their kids yeah they, they talk about the kids for a long time oh, it's man. it was not super informative which i was hoping <laughs> not it would at all, be but it was but, super fun right like yeah it was it was a good time and yeah. he did say but he did say he's like he's like this i think the commentary was recorded in like 1999 because i think they referenced ridley scott's gladiator um that had just come out and uh, he said, I think the set's still in use today. Are you serious? Yeah. So, what like, song was it? amazing. What? Uh, when I Think of You by Janet uh, Holy shit, that is the set. That is crazy. Oh. Yeah. That song rules. <laughs> That's like my favorite Janet Jackson song here. But yeah, so great set wow. work. The... Uh, the glowing skull and the for the wedding. Yo, the, the that wedding it. was oh. lit. Oh, oh my god! Neon everywhere. All neon everything. All of your yeah. buddies the are there. Style. About yes. to marry two girls. Life is good. Oh, he was. He was stoked. He was, so stoked. he was like getting dressed and like tailored in that gown. Oh, he is just not concerned. His long about fingernails like... were painted. Oh, he had Manny Petty so done. Cool. Brilliant. He was ready to go. He was ready to go. He's like seven foot tall. It's just like I got. He's like I will marry chin died today. <laughs> he was so happy. Oh fuck! You know that that was the voice of the guy from Mulan. 
Yeah, really? James Hong. Because the first yeah. time he started talking, I was like, I know this voice really That's well. That's where he yeah. from. Didn't he do a lot? Like, a he lot did the turtle him. in Kung Fu Panda oh, I'm sure too. he's done a lot. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or no, no, he's the dad. He's the duck dad in Kung Fu Panda, in, in the Kung Fu Panda movies. Oh, okay. I think. I, don't, I, I could be seen, wrong. I, I don't know. I'm just saying based on what I've seen. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's prolific. James Hong has been working since World War II. Also, I learned in the director's commentary, this is weird, James Hong, the guy who played Lopan, uh, was in World War II, would tour for the troops, entertaining them as doing Al, doing an Al Jolson impression. <sighs> the Whoa. blackface guy from the 20s. <laughs> oh. So Gotta start somewhere, am I right? <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. Yikes. <laughs> but just imagine James Hong yeah. doing Al Jolson impressions. Yes. Wow. Very weird. Very weird. <laughs> uh, but... Um, yeah, but uh, James Hong, super prolific. He's great as Lopan. Uh, him as old Lopan is like one of my favorite like parts. Of this. So it, creepy. It's, it's funny, and then I'm also like, is this super racist? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like the one scene where he's just like touching Kim Cattrall's face, and like she tries to bite his finger, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like that was all improv, and she was not okay with. Yeah, that. she was uh, like, if you touch my face. <laughs> Time. The thing great. that bugs me out is when he when he changes and his head glows like from the inside. Yes, out he turns into a skin lamp. Oh man, <laughs> a bummer, Wait, okay, right? So his old decrepit wheelchair bound self. Uh-huh. That's like what form is that versus his like tall black haired form? I didn't understand his two different forms. Sure. Well, the wheelchair um, form was him in, in the flesh, right? It's yes. like him and his flesh is bad, yeah, and so and he needs a woman with green eyes. Yeah, and then every now and then he can go into like his regal form, but Which he can is only like the stay spirit there. Medium power, right? Yeah. Okay, like, yeah, he's not tangible in that form because he tries. Oh, to yeah, gra- he's, he like, tries to grab uh, the green eyed woman's boobies. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he goes. Yo, right can we talk about how much of a creep this guy is? Okay, pretty much he's a lonely man who couldn't get laid for thousands of years. Thousands of years, and he's looking. He's looking for. A girl with green eyes who can uh, handle the <laughs> naked blade. Right. The naked blade right. is a dick. <laughs> He's referring to his penis. He's referring. His I think we have uh, a low pan clip because I just I love um, James Hong as this <laughs> old guy, and uh, there are a lot of like supercuts, and I think this might be uh, one of them. Green eyes. Satisfies him, die. A girl brave enough to embrace the naked blade. And when I find her, I will marry her. Never! And King Dai will be happy and my curse will be lifted. Go off and rule the universe from beyond the grave. Indeed! Never check into a psycho war, whichever comes first, huh? Jack, will you. Jack! What? I'm supposed to buy this shit? 2,000 years and he can't find one broad to fit the bill? Come on, Dave. You must be doing something seriously wrong. <laughs> there happen others, to be sure. There are always others, are there not? You seem to be one who know the difficulties between men and women, how seldom it works out. Yet, we all keep trying like fools. <laughs> That's so sad. So when that happened, I was so like, oh my good. God, I feel so bad for this guy. He like had a lot of long relationships that just didn't pan out. They couldn't take the he naked boy. He has been alive for like centuries, yeah. I think. Uh, if he just had like Tinder, he could just easily find. Like, this whole movie would be different if there are iPhones and Tinder. Yeah. 
So Indeed. this is what re- that's really what dates this movie is yeah. the fact that there's no, there's no date. <laughs> that he walks in with a phone that has a, a cord on cord, it and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. And I like how Jack Burton has no patience for yeah. this story. He's like, come on, man, really? <laughs> you must be doing something seriously wrong. I love how he calls him Dave. Yeah. Come on, Dave. Come on, Dave. <laughs> Pretty brilliant. Uh, they, that, that clip cut up a lot that he says after that where he, he looks at the TV and he sees uh, Kim Cattrall and the, the crew have come to like back them up and he's like are these your friends? This is starting to seriously piss, piss me, me off. It's <laughs> starting to piss me off. <laughs> he wheels out. So good. Oh so yeah, good. everyone's in a wheelchair in this movie. But his, a lot of wheelchair his is a lot of His is the only real one. The other ones were like makeshift. Oh yeah. Like they had just a bunch of wheelchairs that they built. And just kept around. Is that true? <laughs> it looks like it. It looks like they had. Is, I mean, it, the like, set was yeah. littered with wheelchairs. <laughs> they, uh, what was, are we going to do with all these wheelchairs? Oh my God. So Don't worry about it, guys. It's really accessible. <laughs> <laughs> well, the wheelchair bit where, uh, where Kurt Russell. Well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Kurt man, he, like, knocks great. himself over and then shimmies out. I love it. <laughs> that's great. Just a great. Because, like, John Carpenter was, like, doing so many, like, genre mashes with this movie. So he's, like, bringing in, like, like John Wayne, like Western ideas, and then like wuxia movies from like China and like kung fu movies, and then like just throwing in like slapstick comedy <laughs> with like with you know Jack Burton like <laughs> screaming as he's going down the road, and then after oh, that, I, I loved oh, that by so the way. Funny. I thought so it was good. the funniest. Like oh, his man. face, he committed to that scream. So. That, yeah, that's what that's what's so good about Kurt Russell is that he's just like was just like. Kind of like you know the other Carpenter movies he had done like The Thing and uh, Escape from New York, not including Elvis in this one. Uh, but he uh, like he was like a badass at all those, and then in this one he's like, yeah, I'll be an like a jackass <laughs> yeah, the entire time. That's fine. Oh That's fine. God. And like I feel like a lot of other actors went like Carpenter in the the documentary or the the commentary was talked a lot about how like. He's like, so many actors were afraid to do this role because they don't want to be like made to look like buffoons mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And Chris Wells was just like, yeah, sure, whatever. And like the lipstick bit at the oh end, how the lipstick was so on him, was like not a planned thing. And they just like found it after he really kissed Kim Cattrall. And he's like, yeah, fuck it, let's keep <laughs> it on. Like, like, for, like, the, that was so amazing. Much lipstick. There was, was so much. Teeth. Yeah, it was, it was on his, his lips, teeth. On so his good. Chin. Oh, and that's, that's like also great. what he looked like when he was killing what's his face, Lil Pan. Yeah, like during yeah. like the most climactic scene. Yeah, yeah. Which he is looks like, totally like a completely like climactic a, though. Yeah, like he just super throws the knife and you're like, dude, oh, that is scene. That, is We're that, done. I literally rewound that scene four times and I scream, whoa, every time because he just. Like, First off, Lopin throws the knife so daintily. Yeah. And he just catches it and whips it back within a matter of like one second. It's so fast. Yeah, I got such a rush off of that. And he wasn't even like like that happy. He just goes, reflexes. Yeah. He goes, it's all in the reflexes, one of his catch laws. So good. Established early on when he, uh, when uh, Wang tries to cut a bottle in half and uh, Kurt Russell catches it really fast. And also established in the first uh, joke of the movie, which is kind of an ex-wife joke I guess <laughs> or Jack Burton's on the, the CB he's like he's like uh, he's like, I tell it to you like I tell, told my ex-wife. I never drive faster than I could see. Beyond that, it's all on the reflexes. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my not, God. It's not even a joke. It's not even a joke. <laughs> so Dude, good, though. I was so Great. confused when this movie started off. Uh, Especially, like, the whole thing with the attorney. Hey, why would this guy take this case? <laughs> I'm not representing this man <laughs> who's shooting, lightning with, <laughs> who's shooting lightning with his hand. Sorry, I cannot help you. Well, that, that scene... That scene is K- 
can't could be kind of baffling because that scene was added in later on um, because they so they they played this to the the studios execs and one of the guys was like, well, totally didn't get why this movie is funny and like greater than it seems. Uh, was just like, well, Kurt Russell doesn't seem like. A hero. I don't get. <laughs> He's bad at everything. Like so, they're like, oh. they're like, you need to make him seem more heroic. So Carpenter's like, whatever. Right. Uh, so they, like, just shot this dumb scene with Lopan talking about how great Jack Burton is, or whatever. Oh. Like, make it seem more heroic. It's just like, it's like, yeah, that's stupid. exactly what that scene did. Yeah. Good work. And yeah. This attorney's Heroism. not shook at all. He's like, no, oh, all right, yeah, let's let's do this. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Fucking uh, Egg Shen does a goddamn. Also, who I just know as Grandpa from Three Ninjas. I saw him like, oh man. <laughs> yes, go for the eyes. <laughs> wow. Or light up the eyes. Yeah, that's it. Um, and uh, so then Egg Shen just does like, uh, uh, who plays him? Victor Victor Wong is the actor. Um, but he just he like makes lightning form between yeah. his yeah. hands, and the, the attorney's just behind the desk, like stone cold face, <laughs> like. All right, I guess we'll hear what you have to say. Cue <laughs> yeah. movie, cue like Sylvan Carpenter songs and stuff. Um, uh, but yeah, and where to next, guys? <laughs> Um, the effects in this movie. How'd you guys feel about the, the, it was just a lot of electricity and it was like the type of electricity that you go to the science museum and you touch a glass ball and then, (laughs) and then you see electricity and then that's all it was. And the first time he did it in that opening scene, I was like, well, it's kind of useless. Like that's like a useless, like superpower. Like if you're going to have magic, make something like move. Yeah. But, but, then he, they, he, but then they used it throughout the entire movie, yeah, and it right. seemed useful. And I well, was Egg, like, "Well, good for them." Yeah, Egg, Egg, <laughs> they, Egg they Shen did didn't use much of his hand no. powers. All of his powers <laughs> seemed to be crystal based. Crystal based. <laughs> <laughs> <It was> crystal based <laughs> magic. Yeah. The eight yeah. demon bag. That thing yeah. is cool, yeah. <laughs> right? It's great. All the stuff in there. It's great, but it also seems to consist mostly of crystals that are basically just grenades. <laughs> and the fan. The fan. He's yeah. got the fan yeah. in there where he blocks the lightning. That's true. And that potion, which. I'm pretty sure it was just <gasps> ecstasy. Yes, it was straight. <laughs> he gave all of them ecstasy. Yes. They were like Smoky rubbing each ecstasy. other in the elevator. Yeah. Yeah. He's oh, like, I man. feel great. That elevator seat is so good. <laughs> so good. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'm feeling pretty good right now. Is it hot in here? And then, uh, and then Wang's just like, yeah, I'm feeling very positive about things. <laughs> I laughed probably the hardest at, at that scene. And it's also prefaced with a very serious... Toast, uh, just mocking like American patriotism. Oh my God. So <laughs> Where it's just like Wang's just like into the the red, white, and blue, the the colors that never run or something like that. <laughs> and Jack Burns like yeah, <laughs> cheers and knock them down together. I believe that was what I said at my brother's wedding when he got married. Yes. I said that speech. Do you remember, the line? Do you remember the line exactly? Because I butchered it. Uh, this is the re- here's to the red, white, and blue, or like. Well, the may the wings of liberty never lose a feather That's was it. the That's ending it. line. Yep. But um. Army and Navy in the battles they have won. Yeah. The red, white, and blue, the colors that never run. May the may the wings of liberty never lose a feather. Boom. Boom. That's so that's good. That's why you drink here. on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Now I want a shot. Right? Or some ecstasy. Or some ecstasy. Or some ecstasy. But yeah, the, the electricity guy, um, which which three storms was he? Guy, Lightning. Was it? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, this is where I leave. <laughs> <laughs> <a> fucking idiot. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, lightning. Mm-hmm. There's, there's lightning, rain, and thunder. And <laughs> Which one was the guy with guy, the lightning guy? He used electricity. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, don't be sorry. He was the, uh, he, uh, and they, it's believed to be, he inspired, inspired Raiden. Yeah. Oh, from Mortal, Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Yeah, yeah. Because he was so scary, but also kind of useless. He didn't really do much. Lightning? And he would ride yeah. his lightning down. That was the best. And it was then like a when, rope. when he gets killed, do you guys notice the little Chinese character that appears above his head in no. lightning? If you watch that scene, when, when they drop the stone Buddha on him, uh-huh. when he goes down, all the lightning's going in the hole, there's like a little Chinese symbol that shows up like, Whoa, and what I does believe it it's the word for carpenter. I don't remember, though. Oh, but, that's uh, neat. Yeah, I should have looked it up yeah, before cool. I came on here, given that we were going to discuss this. And that's I was gonna... really cool. Though. But yeah, just watch it again. <laughs> cool. It totally happens. Yeah, it's like, awesome. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. There it is. Yeah, so. li- I guess the, the only the, the storm we see the most of is Thunder, the guy who inflates <laughs> the himself. <Kendall>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's great. That dude, actually, um, his name is Carter Wong. He trained the Hong Kong police force and it was like a big, like, uh, at least in Hong Kong, maybe, or possibly in all of China, like a, like a big action star over there really? at the time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Carpenter brought him over here, but he couldn't speak the language very well. So he had him play Thunder, who doesn't like talk at all, or one of the storms, no, I guess. He, he does, just blows up. Yeah, he inflates himself really big. <laughs> <laughs> and Rain's like, power story? was he could fly? I don't know. Yo, that flying they sword fight was so awesome. What a magnificent good. fight scene, right? Like yeah. him and him and Wang going at it with the swords and jumping yeah. all over. They're literally jumping so cool. 50 feet the, the, in the, the air. The fighting in this movie is like for the most part, I I think legitimately good like yeah. stunt choreography, choreography and yeah. like fight work, especially the 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 first fight scene in the yeah. alleyway between the two oh. gangs like did you guys think it there's was so many that there was like the one guy that looked like a white dude and it's just like that's a white guy with like a headband <laughs> on <laughs> and, and like and not only does he happen like and you're like wait a minute but then he happens a couple times like, yeah really? arm broken and then he goes through a window like it's a was he the guy who jumped like out of the window mm, uh, I think maybe. Oh, there, oh, yeah, there was. Some guy gets thrown through a window and, <laughs> and then, then jumps and immediately out. after another guy jumps out of a <laughs> yeah. window. Dude, I remember, like, I remember like watching that scene and thinking, like, in these movies, like, you typically don't see any, like, crazy, like, nobody gets stabbed. Everybody has a bunch of, like, sharp objects, mm-hmm. but nobody mm-hmm. actually gets stabbed. And I was about to write that down in my notes, and then somebody just gets, like, sliced up. <laughs> and then another guy gets his head yeah. jammed into a wall. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. So great. A guy gets, like, his, like, like his forearm, yeah, like, split in two. If you look at him, he looks like a white dude. Okay. Uh, the, another thing, though, I, I thought that Miao Yin, the girl who played Miao Yin, I was like, how mm-hmm. come they couldn't find an Asian lady to play this role? But she totally is Asian. Really? I, I forget what her name was. But I was like, she looks like a white dude, like a white lady. Oh, to I me, thought like, she looked kind of big ass eyes. Look at those big, big eyes. eyes. There's no way she's Asian. But, um, yeah, yeah, no, she's Asian. <laughs> so, <laughs> totally turns out my bad, Asian. y'all. My bad. Yeah. Very, very wrong. Um, uh, yeah, there, there was also, I loved, uh, before the fight breaks out and you think it's just going to be like two uh, gangs of martial artists just going out to each other like, uh, with like fists and like kicks and stuff. There's just w- before like you realize that it's gonna be a gunfight first. I just spotted one guy holding an AK-47, <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Oh, the guy who came out and looked like a desperado, yeah, uh, with the, ban- yeah, the with bandolier the with all the stuff. bullets so way cool. too big to fit in the gun. He had like M60 bullets <laughs> for like his revolvers. Like, that's the same guy from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, isn't it? Like that's the dude that was like the the leader of the bad guys. Oh, really? In the 1990 Teenage Ninja Turtles movie. He did look familiar. I don't know if that's what he's from or not. Um, 
but yeah, he's he's great. He's he's great. He's he's become, great. I, I, I love him. Uh, but yeah, it's it's this like bizarre. I love it too because it starts out as like a crazy gunfight and there's bullets everywhere. Nothing hits the truck. The truck no, is the fine. Truck fine. Uh, Jack Burton and Wang is sitting in the truck. Don't take cover at all. They're just like, what the heck is yeah. going on? Here? Jack Burton pulls out a knife because that's going to do that's a whole gonna... lot. He but, loved his yeah. knives and did little with them. Did absolutely nothing with them. At one he point, kills he, the tall guy. He kills yeah. a guy, yeah. He kills the tall guy and he kills a guy but then gets stuck underneath, underneath the guy <laughs> for a very <laughs> long time. <laughs> for a majority in, of that so fight scene. In a position that would like be the easiest thing to get <laughs> yeah. out of. So just fall to the side. <laughs> like, you're done. But uh, I love that he got stuck in that position um, after and probably one of the funniest beats of the movie uh, where he the, it's the big wedding scene at the end. They're about to fight Lopin and the, the 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 storms and everything. Everybody starts yelling and Jack Burton because you know he's like uh, like this idea of like masculinity fi- fires off a couple shots up into the air and just just triggers stones to fall on his head. Completely knocks him out and then it keeps cutting away to people fighting and then cutting back yeah. to him. Yeah, just completely unconscious. So good. So good. <laughs> It's so fucking smart. It's yeah. so smart. Just to cut back to this is still Jack Burton useless on the ground. And he finally gets up and you're like, all right, he's going to kick some yeah. ass. And then he gets stuck he under gets another stuck guy. Under a guy. It's like that scene with Wang too when like they're supposed to take on like this gang coming in. Yeah. And he's like, what is it? He's like getting his knife out and everything. And Wang just like, yep. Knocks out yeah. Yeah. everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's go. That, that, that's <laughs> prefaced with uh, another hilarious part too where um, – uh, they're so they've rescued everybody except um, Wang's fiance, but they've they've gotten a lot of the other uh, women and Kim Cattrall out, and they're like and Jack Burton's they get they reach a door and Jack Burton's standing at the door, he's about to open it, and he's like he's like he's like all right now where it's time to play a game of follow the leader. Once I open this door, everybody get behind me. Opens the door, whole shitload of bad guys <laughs> closes the door. We might be trapped. <laughs> So good. And then he tells everyone to hide. Yeah, so good. And then, so, and so then the, they they break through. He gets a couple shots off. Actually, does something. Something. And yeah. then and then his gun runs out of bullets. And he's like, "Oh, I need my knife." Tries to get his knife out of his boot. The knife like just comically flies <laughs> so far away. By the time he gets it, Wang's already beat everybody yeah. up with his. Wang is like MVP. Yeah, and I, you, you usually don't watch movies where the sidekick ends up doing so much of. Yeah. Work. Yeah. But he, yeah, that, yeah. He kills it. He exactly. Kills it. Yeah. That's what's so great about this movie Isn't that is that joke, yeah, he's, that he's, he's not yeah. the sidekick. Exactly. Yeah. He's he's not, yeah. yeah. And uh, I think set that's, him up like he's that's what the actors seem to have uh, loved about this movie because, like, this movie at the time was like it came after um, uh, 1985's Year of the Dragon with mm. Mickey Rourke that was like super not cool with uh, like the Asian community and uh, was like protested because like the Asians in that movie were portrayed to be just like gun uh, gang members and yeah. drug and drug dealers and stuff like that. And so then this movie was like also appeared on paper to be like the same kind of thing of like Asian stereotyping. And, but it seemed like, uh, Carpenter was like super inclusive with the cast and crew. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, what can I do like better or like to make this okay? And everybody's like, no man, like we get it. Like Jack Burton's uh, not the lead, you know, <laughs> like he, he thinks he's the lead, but he's not the lead. Like, and it's a comedy and stuff. And so it, it was, was also kind of embattled though. Like a lot of people were Absolutely. protesting it saying that, you know, it's enforcing these poor Asian stereotypes. But then there was the other side that said it was giving all these Asian actors jobs. 
So yeah. there was like this weird like and, protest like cross section of, yeah. of two you know entities. And many of these guys went on to do bigger and better yeah. things as mm-hmm. a re- as a result of this movie too. Um, and then the one of the guys who plays. Um, one of the the gang members in this, or he's he's actually one of the uh, Lords of Death uh, street punks. Mm-hmm. I think he's the one. Oh, he's the one that pulls out the butterfly knife. <laughs> <laughs> so they get they get to the airport, and, uh, and Jack Burton tries to stop um, uh, one of the the punks from kidnapping uh, uh, Wang's fiance, and he's like he's like, "Hey there, pal!" And the guy just immediately pulls out a butterfly, butterfly knife, knife, does a whole bunch of tricks with it, and girls just like. Whoa. <laughs> like, Where'd you get that from? Yeah, then yeah. he pulls out a baton and he's like, Where the hell did you get that from? <laughs> and that, that that guy, that actor, uh, ended up becoming um uh Carpenter's stunt coordinator for every movie he did oh, after wow. that. Oh wow. Uh, because he was that. just like super um, involved in uh, during Big Trouble in Little China was constantly like, Hey, did that like look okay or we could do this better and actually like look, be- mm. look better and stuff. So um, yeah, so a lot of people got work out of the movie. You know, it's a mixed thing. With I guess uh, some people don't find it. Um, I guess not racist. <laughs> <laughs> some people do. Uh, well, but my, my, I... my girlfriend's also uh, Filipino, and she loves this movie. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so it's not you know. I was just talking to uh, Alex, who sings for Solarized, but he also is a sci-fi writer. And he writes for uh, Metropolarity, which is one of his like entities or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that this movie is an example of non-racist writing for a uh, race of people. And he was like, do you think it's racist? And I was like, yeah, I totally do. And he was like, what do you mean? And his theory is that every character is developed in a way that is not defined by an Asian stereotype. Like you have like Wang, who's like, you know, you don't really know that like he's, he, I mean, he's an Asian character, but he's not written to like a typical Asian character in an action movie. Yeah, absolutely. And so his theory is that because of that and because of like the, the care given to these characters that you have the backstory and you have these like idiosyncratic ways that they're being, that that's not a racist depiction. But I was just like, dude, there's still issues though. Like, you know, yeah. when um when James Wong was like, goat butts his head against Ram and their horns become entangled. Like that shit is like totally, every time I hear it, that's what people say to me, mm. or at least did back then. Like, ah, oh, goat butts his head against Ram. I was like, yeah, I get it, man. Yeah. yeah. So it still feels like at its core it still feels like mildly exploitatious, right? Yeah. But then, I mean, also Wang's pretty cool. It's pretty badass. So yeah. I don't know. I I, I mean, I, I've I vehemently told Alex that yeah, I think it's racist, but I still like it. But I, I've been wrestling with that with the concept too. So Yeah, I did uh, I was up for hours after watching this movie. <laughs> yeah. I was like Okay, well, I was just like reading stuff about like and like reading like because you know, people love this movie, so people have written a ton about it, and there yeah. are like extensive like theses on why this movie's racist and why this movie's like not racist. And at the end of the day, I was like, there's there's decent arguments for both, and I I, I guess like because it does reinforce because one of the problems I guess is that like it doesn't deal in real like Chinese mysticism yeah. at yeah, all, yeah, and no. so it kind of so kind of lampoons weird. Chinese mysticism. Like it would be different if uh, Jack Burton was like, like what the heck's going on, and it was like dealing with stuff that's actually rooted in real like Chinese mysticism mm-hmm. and like uh, Chinese culture and stuff like that. But because they're like dealing with things that are non-existent, yeah. written by white people, yeah. and it's just like kind of like well. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, just, I get it. You know, yeah. I, um, I get it. Uh, but I think that this movie did have. Um, I, I think Carpenter seems to be uh, a pretty progressive dude, um, and I think he. I think in his mind, he was trying to make a movie that 
upended the the American male lead sidekick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely yeah. does away definitely with the whole that. like white messiah thing, like yeah. the dances with wolves, where yeah. exactly. Kevin Costner comes in and saves all these people. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. It, it doesn't do that. Right. But my my other argument is: Have you seen Prince of Darkness, the movie after? Uh, no, I'm not. Prince of Darkness, I'm... James Wong, and the guy who plays Wang. I don't know what his name is. Um, uh, Dennis Dunn. Dennis Dunn. Mm-hmm. They're also in that movie, but as scientists, and they're part of a team that goes to a church that has like. Uh, evil spirit in there and they're not like they're not you know doing karate or anything they're right. just scientists right yeah so in my mind that's the more inclusive movie plus yeah. alice cooper's in that movie and he, he's made a win <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah yeah so um but yeah i think that that movie is more inclusive and less like weirdly jarring as an asian man for right me, you know what i mean yeah. but this movie again it's it, yeah and it's and carpenter also genuinely loved like kung fu movies from the 30s to like the 70s and like the uh like uh, what's called like wuxia movies uh, that like basically like, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was like a new wuxia for like American and inter- international audiences. And so like he was taking like the, 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 like Carpenter wanted to just like make like one of those movies for American audiences. And it's kind of like, well, how do you do that as a part of a studio system yeah. where it's like, they're not going to have anybody who's not a white American male at the top of it. So how does Carpenter get away with it doing it? Like making it a comedy and like up and like having the American male lead be not the lead at yeah. all, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And so it's kind of, and it's like, there's not many, uh, martial, like martial arts, Kung Fu movies that are made in America. And especially like not at the time, like everything that was like Kung Fu movies were either, uh, straight from like Hong Kong or like, shitty 70s like exploitation movies that had, yeah like, like the end of the nin- like american ninja and like all these like shitty ninja movies. have you exactly. seen those yeah yeah exactly they're all like oh this white guy this ninja is gonna kill all the other ninjas from japan yep and and precisely like, oh, yeah really and, and so this and so this movie was like for its time uh, progressive in some ways i don't it's not it's not mm-hmm. full progressive it's not it's not fully woke but <laughs> it tries to get there uh, um so i don't know um but this movie is fucking entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like an hour and a half, fun. I think. It doesn't stop moving. Yeah, you know, it like, happens moves very so fast. quickly. It's great. You know what else dates it, though? That very, very pre 9 11 airport. <laughs> just everyone milling around. There were just people yeah. milling around. People a just fight like, just breaks out. There's a fight, there's <laughs> weapons, there's no security. People are getting kidnapped. They're walking off the plane, just like going they through customs. So was that customs? It was like a little kiosk, and they just waved them through. Oh, and man. all these boxes with them. Just yeah, walking yeah, through. yeah. Cool. I just got, uh, I, just, I just got back to the U.S. from a little vacation overseas, Ooh, and uh, check yourself. But no, where were you? Cut, uh, I went to Spain uh, with my girlfriend. It was a good time. But uh, when we came back, customs was fucking like two hours long, yeah. and it was yeah. like the lines were wrapped around the entire baggage claim floor. So it was just like. Seeing this movie, I was like, huh. Yeah. yeah. Must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> oh, the 80s. Oh, the 80s. But halcyon days are those. A simpler time. How I long for a pre-9-11. <laughs> Just for the convenience. Just for the convenience. Get these TSA hands off of me. <laughs> so, yeah, they get kidnapped. Super. There's a knife fight. There's a knife fight. And people are just standing around. Dude, how about the guy that has the sunglasses that are like the yes. Asian eyes? Like the yeah. weird Kanye Yo, bro, shades. come on, man. Yeah. They're, they're already doing the thing. You don't yeah. want to help them. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, snap. It's really? like, no, I want to wear these. Oh, <laughs> these are perfect for my slanted oh. eyes. That's all I need. I also love when they were they were running away and they're in the parking garage and he looks at Kim Cattrall and she's like, they went that way and he just looks at her and he goes, 
call the cops. And it was like, yeah, do that 25 minutes ago. Yeah. I'm like, where have you been? <laughs> Which is strange because he was so against like getting the police yeah. involved in every other call scenario that was more dire. I think about he's got better said, things to do yeah, than get he's killed. He's got better things to do. <laughs> oh, God. So good. Uh, um, Kurt Russell, though? Uh, good Would you guy. say this is yeah. his, your favorite Kurt Russell movie? or? Uh, no, because I probably love The Thing yeah. more than... The Thing is, like, my favorite John... Well, yeah, yeah that's my favorite, favorite John Carpenter movie yeah, of all time. I, think I mean, like, too. granted, this one has a lot more resonance for me because of my childhood. Mm-hmm. But The Thing, dude, that movie is so fucking sweet. Uh, yeah, The Thing is so great. I don't know, guys. Sick. I really liked Miracle. Yeah, and Fast 7 is pretty <laughs> sweet. Fast 7 is pretty dope. Not gonna lie to you. Yeah. Uh, I actually loved uh, 3,000 Miles to Graceland. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that wow. movie called? With Kevin Costner? Yeah, with Kevin yeah, Costner. It's terrible. Yeah, it's real bad. <laughs> Good work. Real, real, real bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, this was probably my favorite Kurt Russell movie, or, or I mean, the thing was probably my favorite Kurt Russell movie, but this is, uh, my favorite Kurt Russell comedy of the comedies that he did, uh, right. Overboard as, uh, Stacey Wretched, Love. was a big, Goldie big, Hawn. Yeah, my, my parents loved Overboard. Yeah. <laughs> my parents loved Overboard. <laughs> it's a big parent movie. Big parent. I haven't rewatched really it, maybe it holds up, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, probably not. I don't know, isn't the premise that, like, he takes a woman with amnesia and convinces her... That no, she's he, his wife? He helps her build this shoe cabinet and she refuses to pay him. And then she gets amnesia and he meets her later. And then, like, yeah, isn't he like, like, I'm your husband, though? Yeah, he yeah, tells him little, that he's her husband so that she can, like, work off the money that would have been paid if he had been paid for the shoe closet. Still that's that's, made that's on the yacht. plot of this movie. Yeah. yeah. This it's movie sounds awful. awful. It's not, yeah, I mean, that you know, sounds it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of mullets in the movie. It's iffy. Let me see on. Yeah, I mean, Kurt Russell's hair in this movie is just... It is unflappable. character oh, unto itself, yeah, I believe. Oh, he gets soaking wet and then dries and looks perfect. <laughs> they go through a sewer and they all dry off really well. Yeah. And he still has, like, time. the best head of hair yeah. in the biz, I feel like. <laughs> in the biz. In the biz. Yeah, he's just getting That's how we say hair it. and silver foxier, you know? Yeah, it's great. I, and, like, I remember in uh, Death Proof, uh, when he's in Death Proof, he's got the same, like, they, like, make his hair do the same thing that it did in, like, Big Trouble in Little China, pretty much. And it's like, yeah, Kurt Russell's killing it. <laughs> he's killing it. And, uh, Looks great. Good yeah. hair game. And uh, in the, in, uh, his outfit. Uh, yeah. Carpenter was so good at finding like the simplest wardrobes, I felt like, because mm-hmm. every Carpenter movie, you, I mean, you know exactly what Snake Plissken looks like from Escape from New York. Like, it's led, and like this tank top that he wears in Big Trouble in Little like, China. Tucked into the jeans. Yeah, tucked into the, the jeans. With the high boots. Yes. With the, with the high, high boots. boots. It's great. Cut it's off a good sleeves. look, man. It's a good look. What about Eddie, though? Let's talk about his outfit. Because. Wait, who was. What was it? I don't know. I thought he was a real creep when he came in. I know who he was. He worked at the, but he worked at the restaurant, and he was just like an employee that tagged along. He's the maitre d'. He's like, and a whole lot more. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and then he was kind of strange. And then he fell in love with Margot. Yeah, her and Margot, him and Margot, kind of had a thing going. But like they didn't though. Yeah, I don't think they interacted. Like at the end, they were like, you know, he's in love with you, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah, you're kind of. She invites him over. Maybe we could think of a title, you know, they, and all that stuff. But yeah, it implies no that some type of romance. They do like lock brilliant. eyes at one point. I think like post the brothels uh, <laughs> scene, post 
first brothel they lock eyes at one point. Also, the, oh, <laughs> also Kurt Russell and uh, his wardrobe in the brothel with yeah. glasses undercover. And all that stuff? Yeah, with the glasses uh, and the suit. And he's Ron playing Swanson's this. He's playing name. this big nerd who's the least subtle oh, yeah. dude ever. He's just like, you know what? I really like a girl with green eyes. Have you seen any? <laughs> and they realize who he is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a perfect smash yeah. cut when she goes, "We need him to look stupid." Cut. Kurt Russell in glasses, a complete buttoned up top. Uh, oh. That's perfect. Um, oh, I also love in that post brothel sequence where I think. Margot and Eddie make eyes at one point. Uh, but uh, Kurt Russell has, uh, again, one of the best Jack Burton lines of like, all right, you two, you guys stay here, hold down the home front, keep the home fires burning, and if we're not home by dawn, call the president. Call the president. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that, that's also the scene where Margot's like, I feel so monumentally naive. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. You are. Yeah. So good. I loved Jack Burton also at one point goes, uh, in case, like, I don't know how, like, studios didn't get what this movie was trying to do when Jack Burton explicitly goes, oh, hold on here. I feel like an outsider. <laughs> <laughs> And Kim Cattrall goes, you, you are. are. <laughs> you are. It's like the, the entire oh, premise of the movie is wow. like laid out right <laughs> yeah. there for you. Great. It's so good. You are. So uh, good. Hold on a second. I feel like an outsider. And the American tourists on Egg, Egg Chen's bus. On his bus. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, my gosh. Like, it's just like, like just an overweight guy and his wife were just like snapping pictures looking at everything like uh, I'm just like yeah Carpenter gets it it. fuck America right Carpenter (laughs) (laughs) um I know we're jumping around like crazy but there's so much fun stuff in this movie I also read that Carpenter doesn't film streets unless they're wet did you hear that no. If you watch like CSI uh, Miami. If you watch um, Escape from New York. <laughs> what? <the same laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> watch CSI Miami. The, the streets, streets are always, are always wet. Really? Yeah, they're That's a all. Thing. Yeah, I, I, some some I don't know if it's SNL or like somebody somebody made a joke about it. So it's, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, no, except for like the scenes in the sunlight. Like every street is wet in this movie. And same yeah. thing with um, Escape from New York uh, when they show. Um, the Duke rolling around in his limo with the chandeliers, all the streets mm-hmm. are wet and all that stuff. Yeah. Is that like That's a true. filming thing, or is like he, does he like the way it looks better? I or believe is it like, it's yeah. like he likes Production the way it looks. Oh, cool. yeah. so. I appreciated the uh, the puddle scene after he's blinded. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. a it's only temporary, eyes. and then he throws puddle water in his eyes. Uh, he's like, I'm good. Yeah, 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 yeah but now you have botulism with the eyeball. Enjoy that. And you're in Chinatown. Lord knows what's in those puddles. Who knows what's in those puddles? Especially because there was so much livestock at the beginning of the movie. I was like, oh, don't Yeah, Chinatown is yeah. 90% yeah. chickens Yeah, they were just bringing in chickens and, and pigs. Pheasant, yeah. and I was like, oh, stay oh, away oh, from God. this. Yeah, just splash some puddle water, water in there. Yeah. It'll cure the blindness <laughs> from the Chinese sorcerer, sorcerer who's two thousand years old. I love though when uh, when uh, Lopan's <laughs> eyes start glowing and everything, and uh, and Wang goes, "Don't look!" And he goes, "I already did." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or away. like right before all that goes down, you see James Wong dressed as like a hobo, but yeah, like he's yeah. like the the powerful yeah Lopan. That part's pretty cool. Yeah, and then when they run him over, it's just so comical of just like it's clearly yeah. just a mannequin like yeah. <laughs> right over stiffly falls over <laughs> and then he's behind the truck oh, yeah. so good, so good. Uh, and he is so creepy so and creepy. I think that's probably what like even now I guess I get creeped out looking at him but like I can imagine being like under the age of 10 when I first saw this movie and just like his 
the seven foot tall ghost version of Lil Pan, like the makeup, he's like so pale yeah. and it's just so creepy looking. It's he's got so the creepy. long, long the eyeball nails? thing. The eyeball thing haunted my dreams for years. The fucking floating oh, right? eyeball with the eyeball tongue. That thing was disgusting. Oh, that thing that? looks like one of those monsters from Doom 2. Do you guys ever yeah. remember yeah. Doom 2? Yeah. Yeah. You know that eyeball thing that you... They yeah. made a part yeah. two to Doom? Stacey, oh, how yeah. do you know Doom part two? Stacey's oh, deep into Doom. I loved Doom You loved Doom? Is The Rock in it? Yeah. I played all Doom. The Rock was in there. Right? Was, the, she's actually the, the video game. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm impressed. You played oh, I, Doom. I nonstop played Doom until I was maybe like 12. Like I, was, I played it when I was young. I was just talking with my roommate today about the newest Doom. You might want to check it out. Apparently, I would it's, love it's great. to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, speaking of The Rock, though, being in the Doom, uh, in in the Doom, in the Doom, <laughs> in the Doom, in uh, he, The Rock is trying to get this movie remade. Uh, yeah, with, with him, Jack Burton. Jack Burton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be amazing. Would it? Wait, would it? I, I love me some sad. Rock. I do love Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I don't know if this movie. Can you can make be this remade. movie? Wait, yeah. <laughs> Would it be this like script just updated? Or, I mean, there's like, the you know, it's, yeah. who knows if it'll they've, they've happen, been a, but... they've been talking about that for a while though. Yeah, right? it's been like, a long since time. last year. Yeah, it's been, so. yeah. it sounds like something The Rock just started talking about, yeah. and everyone's like, "It's not." We're not Don't, nobody do it tell right. him it's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> be Baywatch. Well, the rock, the rock was like when, when, he, when Tuesday, he said it, so. everyone was like, "You got what's up?" Got... I'm going to see a screening of Baywatch on Tuesday. On purpose. Oh, just saying. I, like I know what I'm doing. It. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. It yeah, let's looks do this. I'll see it. I'll see it. I'll watch any rock movie so pretty much. Um, but yeah, I don't know if he can pull off. I don't know if this movie can be pulled off. Yeah. I think he would be too age. cool. Like, I think. Yeah, that's he, the thing. Is like, what makes Jack wanna, Burton? Yeah. Like, what makes Jack Burton kind of work is that he isn't it's a superhero. Cool. Yeah. yeah. The Rock is the closest thing we have in the world to, <laughs> to a, a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, he's not the most gigantic man on edge. earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I can't really see him playing in Jack Burton. If he wants to try to get the movie remade, just in general. It could maybe work, and like he's, he wants Diesel. to get Carpenter and stuff involved, and Carpenter's uh, just like well, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> well, he, he he gave his approval was the last I read. But oh, really? I don't know. If I read that he was else. like ambivalent about it, but yeah. yeah so mm. I, don't, I don't know. I hope it never gets remade. I, hope I, it just I think stays so too. Perfect... I think this, it doesn't need to be. I yeah. think was this like a success of a movie? Like no, no it so bombed, it bombed like the, crazy. Really, the home video though it went yeah like, cult status. Exactly. Oh, or so you can't really remake a cult. Classic. So the, they they only gave this movie like three million for advertising, um, which isn't a lot, and like people at the time. What was funny is that like the screenings and everything for this movie went like super well, and the press junkets Kurt Russell say, said were like he's like I've never been asked so many times on a press junket uh, by different members of the press, um, what's it like to be in a movie that you know is going to be the biggest movie of the year? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> what happened? And then wow. and then but when the movie was supposed to come out, people kept asking Kurt Russell uh, like, don't you have a movie coming out? <laughs> like, aren't you? Didn't you and JC do a movie together? Uh, where's Where's that? Where's <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, I think it's coming out like next week. <laughs> like, just nobody. Like, they didn't put any into advertising oh, this movie, which really that's like crazy. Uh, kind of ruined it. Um, but that's know. what gave its audience ownership over it. Yeah, that it wasn't like this huge thing. So the people that found it and loved it had this like insular, like you know. This is our thing. And Isn't that, that kind of what happened to What About Bob? Didn't we talk about that? That was also like not... I don't think so. I think that was also like... <laughs> yeah, I think that was also like not well publicized. And the actors weren't happy about that. Maybe. 
Maybe I'm thinking of something else. I'm pretty sure What About Bob did okay in the theaters. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm thinking one. of something pretty else. Sure. <laughs> what About Bob money was pretty okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, what About Bob that, money. That was a bit of a... Uh, a Bill Murray, uh, Richard Dreyfuss movie was a bit of a safer bet than a uh, Kurt Russell <laughs> movie called movie. Big Trouble in <laughs> Little, Little China. China. <laughs> um, but yeah, and this was... But it sucks too because this was... Uh, uh, right off of the the thing was the the last movie John Carpenter did, which is a, a big success. And then he got this movie, had a bigger budget, but then they kept trimming the budget and they rushed him to get it out because Eddie Murphy's Golden Child. That movie is so awful. It is <laughs> garbage. It is one of the worst movies. And I love Eddie Murphy. Oh but God. this movie, so this bad. Golden Child is Talk also... a weird ching Chongin movie. That's one of them, man. It's super racist. And that movie yeah. came out the same fucking year as this movie. And it's like, when have two American-made movies about Chinese <laughs> mysticism like ever been made? And they were like, coming out at the same fucking yeah. time. Oh, yeah. And so the studio was like, yo, we have to beat it to market. And they did, but nobody cared about it. And then, like, nobody remembers. I mean, people still yeah. remember Golden Child. Well, I hear The like... Rock's trying to remake Golden Child. <laughs> 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 you just got approval. You know what? I could see it. I, I could, could see, see that. Uh, he's trying to get Eddie Murphy involved. He doesn't want anything to do with it. Eddie Murphy seems ambivalent. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think uh, the, any any closing remarks, anything we want to talk about that we didn't get a chance to talk about, Stacey? Is I anything? was um, surprised that Kate Burton was in it because she's in a lot of Margo. She's Margo, and she's in a lot of a lot of stuff now. Really, like uh, like a lot of Shonda Rhimes stuff, like Grey's Anatomy and Scandal, oh. and she's always like a very powerful, strong smart, well-spoken woman. Yeah. And in, in this movie, she was not that way. Well, she was well-spoken. Her uh, her article yeah. that she's writing yeah. while she's oh, in yeah. prison yeah, she's is like, so good. She's scribbling furiously on pages in a brothel. Yeah. Um, and she admits that she's naive. And she doesn't really seem to have a purpose other than I guess she's like an investigative reporter that Gracie Law wants around. Yeah, she wants First, to expose Lopan, I think, yeah. was that plot. Yeah, <laughs> no. but that didn't come to anything. Yeah, no, <laughs> But it was just, like, surprised to see her. I was like, oh, Yeah, okay. I didn't know she did, but I, I'm not familiar with her work at all. Um, so I didn't know her name until I started doing research for this movie. But that's cool. Yeah. Well, she's she's still around. Doing stuff. She is yeah. killing She was now. really funny as the reporter. She was, yeah. really I mean, she uh, was hilarious. Everybody was really... Him, her, Kim Cattrall, like... Kim Cattrall was they're, better like, than I thought she was going to be in this movie. She's great. Uh, when she comes in uh, at one point, uh, her, like when she gets back to the house after we've seen her at the airport, and she comes into the house, she's like, "Don't panic, it's me, Gracie Law." Yeah. <laughs> Says her first and last name. First name, Gracie Law. Lo- also love that she's an attorney and her name's Gracie Law. Yeah, I always perfect. love when movies do that. <laughs> she's so uh, good. They really hammered that home because I think the uncle's like, "What is Gracie Law doing here?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't don't trust her either, Jack. She's an attorney. <laughs> and how do her and Kurt Russell leave it? Like she's gonna go with him if he like sets up his truck or something? I kind of missed it. Yeah, I think she yeah. wanted Jack to get a truck that has like the bed, a home like in the a back. bed. Or she says it, an apartment in the back. <laughs> Dude, I don't think that's, that's what they're called. Of, that's one of the best lines in the movie though, where she's like, "See around, Burton." He's like, "You never can tell." <laughs> so hard. <laughs> Holy shit! What a badass. Yeah, aren't you gonna kiss her goodbye? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Oh, cool. Man. <laughs> uh, um, and 
I also love when uh, Kim Cattrall, uh, she's like, when she gets into the house and she's like, she's like, I'm always sticking my nose where it doesn't belong. Yeah. Like, just like yeah. playing up the like stereotype of the uh, like the female reporter in like old movies that was always like, yeah. ah, she's so nosy. It's like, she's just like playing on all those oh, tropes and stuff. So it's great. Um, I didn't believe her love story with what's his face with Jack Burton yeah I didn't believe like well it's it not just a like, real love no, story no they just kissed a yeah. couple times I think just to have kissing in the, in the movie uh, yeah. especially since Wang's fiance was like gone the whole time yeah I think it would have been I think I maybe would have liked if they didn't Kiss. if she had kept up like keeping Jack Burton yeah. at yeah. bay a little bit more I think more. that would have played because it does kind of like turn basically when they get out of the pool and pop up and like the sewers and then she's like, oh, "Where's Jack?" And then Jack pops up and like kisses her. And she's like, "Oh no, I don't. Never mind. I don't never like mind. that." Also, Wang and his fiance go at it yeah. in, the in the truck, truck. <laughs> after yeah. she's rescued. They make Did out she, hard. Does yeah. she have any lines? You uh, no. She has a she's, couple. They're well, basically when she's like asleep and yeah. in, like the little magic sleep. Yeah, and then. He talks. He's talking to Gracie Law, and then she says like a couple like no like weird like ethereal things. Yeah, yeah. Weird. that's, that's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah, Aww. I thought she was white this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> She's not white. <laughs> Wait a second. Um, uh, but yeah, so I think uh, overall, um, let's go around the table and uh, where you know if you had seen this movie, the question we always ask is if you if you if you think. Uh, Jesus Christ. If you had seen this movie for the first time now, do you think you would still like it? Taking nostalgia and taking, uh, uh, you know, having seen it as a kid out of the picture. Um, we'll start with Jeremy and we'll end with you, Josh. Uh, Jeremy, what do you think? Uh, this movie was so absurd, but very like self-aware of its absurdity. And I just found myself like laughing like so many times. Yeah. And actually my roommate came in and had the same reaction to Walker. He's like, is this Big Trouble in Little China? And he sat down and watched the entire yeah. thing with me. Do you um, like self-awareness in movies? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Oh, I love it as well. Like, like the wigs to the camera. Oh, yeah. And like yeah, that kind of thing. yeah, I love it. Um, and that knife throw at the end just really got my blood going. <laughs> oh, my God. So I got to say, like, yes to this movie. Yeah. I thought it was just like well, I think in a movie rush. like this, though, you need to know that it's self-aware yeah. because it, it does deal with in, like, a little bit, like, this is racist, yeah. this is not. And it's also just, like, a crazy story, crazy plot and everything. And yeah. so you kind of, like, you need, and that's what, like, I think that why this movie's... Uh, like this and stuff like have like endure somewhat when they do let you in on like yeah we know what we're doing yeah and, like we do have like a point to this and like are playing with like certain things yeah because so. at first it wasn't really like apparent and then you're like oh okay like i see what's going on here there's yeah. no way that he's like an actual hero yeah yeah, yeah. exactly well, I think if you didn't get it uh, when he finally at the wedding shoots yes. himself <laughs> so, and not, yeah, not, not, knocks himself like, come out, on, really? I think that's like as clear as it can get. Yeah. <laughs> also, when I get married, I definitely want to have that ceremony. Oh, Everybody sure. looks so happy. All the soldiers, <laughs> even that little eye thing, like yeah, the, it's with them. <laughs> the eye thing yeah. and the monster, yeah, the monster like, like peeking watching. around the corner, you know, like so monster. happy. <laughs> it could have been a moving ceremony if they didn't interrupt it. Yeah, oh, Jesus. Trying to stab her with a needle. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I I did learn to the commentary when he st- when he stabs um the the uh, Wang's fiance with the needle um in order to like draw her blood or whatever um it was a retractable blade but uh 
the the guy playing Lopin got like too into it and was like really hurting her. And so if you watch it back, you can see her like wince. <laughs> and it's like, oh my god! <laughs> it's like I'm getting a little carried away as Lopin. Easy. It's it's fine. And, uh, uh, <laughs> You're gonna get carried away in any role, really? Yeah, uh, Lopin. You're yeah. going hard. Yeah, yeah hard. I mean that's the role to commit that's to. The role I think. of a lifetime. Uh, uh, absolutely. Uh, when he when he when he uh, combines his fingernails oh to form the uh, uh, the the magic beam uh, where. Uh, like against the like, yeah. Yeah. He's moving it like a controller. Yes. So <laughs> Just great. Like smiling the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's I so love good. that. Uh, apparently, that 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 idea though of like two energy beams and like uh, like sh- shadow figures fighting uh, comes right out of like Chinese yeah. cinema and stuff like uh, Hong Kong movies. Um, so like, <laughs> it's just a, yeah. it's such a bizarre, weird yeah. looking thing, but it's like. No, I guess no, that's, that's in uh, wuxia movies and stuff. So, um, Stacey, uh, you had never seen this I before, never seen it, no. and so you don't need to uh, take this out out of it. No. It's already gone. So yeah, what do you think? I thought that this was probably the first thing we had talked about that I I feel like I wouldn't have liked it as a kid, but I do like it now. Yeah, I think that's the very first yeah. one that I can say that about. That, uh, this first one for me too. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, like I said, I was scared of it, didn't understand it as a kid. Yeah. And then you get older and you kind of see that it is self-aware. Yeah. And I d- really don't watch any like martial arts stuff. Like it's just, I just no. don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've you love Doom. What else don't we know about you? <laughs> I know. I <laughs> I've a... seen all of Bruce Lee's oh. movies. <laughs> <laughs> a weird uh, bag of taste, but. Um... Bag of taste. <laughs> bag of taste. <laughs> a weird bag of taste. A bag of taste. <laughs> that's, that's like he Shen's just, bag in like, this pulls, movie. Yeah, bag of taste. <laughs> bag, and bag of taste and crystals. Pull something out and it's surprising that I like it. Yeah, um, I was, I was fully I... expecting you to come in hating this movie. No, I, I thought it was what? fun. It was fun, but I also know I wouldn't have liked it. If I didn't watch it from the perspective of like, oh, I get to go talk about this movie and joke about it with a lot of people. Oh, you don't think you would have liked it if you just sat down and watched it? I probably would have. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think Walker, <laughs> your your hubby, influences? I at all? think so. Like if I don't he, know why like, I called him your, your hubby, because I, I had gone into it and the only things I knew about it were he loved it and you loved it. Yeah. And so I was like, all right. Well, and you're like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, well, there's something lovable about this. So just keep that in mind. But it really mm. is playful. And I do like love Kurt Russell's character in this so much. And I thought it was just like every actor in it committed 100% to their role. Like, yeah. I don't think it would have worked if they had it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mm-hmm. think the commitment, especially from Kurt Russell, uh, to just yeah. look like a complete idiot the whole movie. Yeah. Um, that, like, Kim Cattrall. Dennis Dunn being like oh. legitimately good at yes. like not only like the martial arts stuff and whatever but like as a character but also like just being a good actor yeah, and yeah. So like he like loved great. that woman so much yeah and i, I was yeah. like oh yeah. he's a real romantic Felt in this good. movie yeah. <laughs> must be yeah. nice yeah. <laughs> um and and yeah and I'm, i you know it's pretty clear where i'm coming down i think this mm-hmm. movie is definitely enjoyable and there's definitely legitimately like I, I don't think this is a so bad it's good kind of movie i think there are like legitimately great smart things mm-hmm. in this movie it's not a perfect movie i wouldn't say but uh yeah i i love this movie and josh where are you i would like to think that i would love it still if i just saw it now but i also know myself and i know that like you know lately well not lately always like my involvement with things like punk rock and other stuff has made me very conscious about things like race relations and perceptions in the media and all that stuff mm-hmm. so i know part of me would be like what the fuck is this shit been going on here like i'd probably be really bummed if i just saw it now yeah so I can't say. I, I feel weird about it. Like I, I'd have yeah. to think about it for like a really long time. Yeah. But that said, when I did see it, I loved it, and I still love it now. So. Yeah. But if I just saw it now, like, would I be like, 
fuck is this shit? I know. Yeah. Like, I, know. I don't even know. I can't say. Yeah, it's so very, and I, I think we all kind of feel like <laughs> yeah. mixed things oh, about yeah. uh, the t- portrayal of Asian uh, people in this movie. Um, uh, but yeah, so I, I 100% get that. Um, and, uh, you know, kudos to you to be able to, like, remove yourself from <laughs> your childhood. Same, so we can... I know what it is, man. I know who I'm dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. I've been hanging out. Uh, I know the deal. God. All right. So that that basically wraps this up. Josh, um, do you have things you want to plug? Any shows for your bands? Yeah. Uh, I'm playing um, the Friday the 26th at Boot and Saddle. The Cross Keys are playing with um, Digger and Fire in the Radio. It's their record release. And then the 27th, um, Solarize is playing at the Rotunda for the Break Free Fest, which is a nice. festival of punk bands celebrating black and brown punks and people in the LGBTQ community. Yeah. And Ooh. we're playing with like a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of bands. So it's pretty, like, a lot, none of them, they're not from here, like, lots of California bands and stuff. That's awesome. And then um, the following Saturday, June 3rd, or no, I think it's a Friday, June 2nd, um, Cinepunks is hosting the New York Hardcore Chronicles with a, Director Drew Stone in attendance, and yeah. Mike Judge, and Rob Nunzio from Antidote, and Danny Schuler from Biohazard. We're gonna do a live podcast after the screening of the movie. So that's awesome. Come to that. Real cool. Yeah. Yes. You like hardcore. That's that's gonna be pretty weird. Yeah. I'm a little um, bit nervous. I can't like I'm I'm nervous that Mike Judge is gonna be mad at me for some reason. <laughs> I mean I know that he's not gonna be because I haven't done anything to the man. I don't think. But like I'm afraid he's gonna be like, what are you gonna do? Mike Judge comes for you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd I'd be terrified. Yeah, I would also be terrified. Scary man. So yeah. I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah, come out. Uh, yeah, and then always check out uh, Cinepunks and uh, Horror Business on the same network mm-hmm. and Loud Fast Philly. Now yeah, Black Sun Dispatches yeah. also. Have you guys listened to that at all? Have I have. Not not listen to Black Sun yet. It's our first fiction show. It so sounds, it's, it sounds it's really like cool. It's like fiction stories. Yeah. And then oh, we also cool. have Got Me a Movie and um, a couple other oh, shows right. coming out this summer too. So, Awesome, man. You guys are cool. growing. That's, that's awesome. Um, yeah, and then uh, let's see. Jeremy, you got anything for Hard Work Movement coming up? Uh, we're playing at Firefly. Yeah. June, weekend of June wow. 15th. So yeah. come through for that. Boop, boop. That's in Delaware, right? That's in Delaware. Dover, Delaware. Cool. Yeah, it should be lit. Is that what the kids say? <laughs> yeah. Did I sound cool when I said that? Yeah. Well, that, cool. don't question oh, yourself after. Shit. Can we cut this? I mean, should be lit. Just, yeah. There it is. Wow. That sounded clean cool. Cut of that. Wow. <laughs> Perfect. Dang. Go get to Delaware, youths. <laughs> um, Stacy, anything? Not really. Oh, it's no? It's really improv theater. <laughs> yeah, check out uh, PG-13 every Wednesday night at the mm-hmm. Philly Improv Theater. Um, you're also in Study Hall first Saturdays Saturday month. every month. Yeah. Yeah. And Kid Handsome. Kid Handsome, yeah. Hopefully we'll start performing again soon. Yeah. Um, and also check out, uh, for me, you can check me out at uh, Stripped last Thursdays of every month at Good Good Comedy Theater. Um, it's a great show where we have... Uh, uh, a member of the audience come up uh, oh, sometimes yeah. and uh, we have them get in the hot seat and we improv around them and uh, we can throw money at us while we do comedy. <laughs> it's a good time. Um, yeah, so that wraps it up for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to AJ, as always, on the ones and twos. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you to uh, Mike Marbach of uh, watercooler.com, which we are now uh, proud to be a part of and check out all the other great podcasts on that network like Should Have Gone Home, where uh, they have uh, the hosts, Robin and Sean, have guests on to tell stories about 
times where uh, their guests got too crazy <laughs> and should have gone home. And also check out uh, um, uh, Stark Raven Mad, uh, uh, the Leftovers podcast, Reheated. Um, uh, lots of great podcasts on there to check out. So um, thank you guys for listening. And uh, thank you, Josh, again for coming by. Thank, thank you for having me. Clap them out. Hey! <laughs> you guys are awesome.